Greetings and welcome, humans and others, to another uh, episode of the Hoodcast. Uh, this is the Green Hood, and we also have with us the Purple Hood and Red Hood. A. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So uh, this episode is going to be about uh, it's the top of the year, so you know we got to go in with high expectations. And this year, this episode, we're going to be covering uh, all of the games we're most excited for in 2019. So uh, we didn't establish who was going to go first. It's like we didn't establish an intro. So no. whoever wants to uh, go first can I feel like so. Perp is always first. Well, first off, how y'all feeling? Oh, how y'all feeling? Yeah, Not bad. Chilling. Just want to check on, check on my guy. Oh, man. Dripping. I'm, I'm all right, bro. Not so bad. <laughs> Not so bad. Not so bad. That's good. Um, well, let's, uh, let's kick it off. Um, go on, jump go right on. into it. There are a ton of games coming out this year. Not as big as I think as last year, uh, as far as like blockbuster titles go. Um, but definitely some interesting games, some games that kind of brought back, you know, feelings of gamers' days past. Accurate. Um, for me, the first one, it's going to be Conan Unconquered. Right? Uh, it's a RTS from Petroglyph Studios, the people who made Command and Conquer, Star Wars Empire War, some quality like starcraft art- style conan basically motherfucker yeah it's a uh, that immediately grabbed me the <laughs> like <laughs> just star conan yeah i'm a big fan of conan like the conan movies arnold schwarzenegger i love conan and i love rts what you yeah, i be love conan. <laughs> uh and i love rts's uh so this mix is perfect it's a little different than most RTSs, it's like horde style, right? So you still have to build up your resources and whatnot, but um, like they send wave after wave to you. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, Green Hood would definitely attest that we have had some experience with hordes. Oh, uh, Halo boy. Reach, Halo, Halo 3 ODST, Firefight. <laughs> fire fight the fire. Yeah, so uh, fight the fire. this is really just like an amalgamation of everything I like in game. Um, <clears throat> I think one of the biggest things for me is I haven't played a, like a good quality RTS in a long time. Uh, few of all have played Tooth and Tail. It's great. It's like um, Redwall RTS, but with weapons. And if all the mice were like, I don't know, in the 1940s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <I laughs> there's there's like a communist weird. mice faction and it's great. Right you know, that's right on my alley. Um, wow. <laughs> but it, I feel like it lacked some things that a quality RTS has. Um, it didn't have as much of the like resource gathering. It didn't have as much. Well, it had a great story, but it didn't. Uh, it didn't grab me as much as I thought it would. Uh, now that but, you know the Command and Conquer people are making one with the story of one of your favorite series, <coughs> I imagine you just all excited. <laughs> That's why I was first on the list, bro. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's number one. It's Conan Unconquered. Check that out. Uh, I think it's supposed to be released on Steam. It said Q2 2019. Whatever well, that is. Uh, Within the three-month period that is Q2. Starting March around. Yeah. Somewhere around there, maybe. Yeah. Uh, something like that. All right. All right. Uh, the <clears throat> next one is one that I think all, all four of us Oh, no. not here. Are we just going to go straight down or are we going to like... Oh, you want to go round robin? Yeah. Let's oh, do it. Oh, there's another goddamn name drop I got to edit out, but that's cool. Oh, 
Uh, see, this is why we know how to leave markers, boys. Uh, Excellent. Yeah. Um, it's okay. We make homework for you. Right. Mm. <laughs> I need to practice. We're making you a better uh, editor. But yeah, uh, Red, fuck <coughs> was your, uh, what was your first game? Okay, since uh, Black is not here, I have to talk about Kingdom Hearts. Boy. Well, I've been waiting. We'll talk about it no way. I True. mean, I've he's been waiting biggest for this Kingdom game. Hearts fan out of all of us, and he don't want to talk about it. That's true. I've been waiting for this game my whole life. Like, this game, the first game came out in what, like, life? third grade, Bruh, second grade? I did Kingdom Hearts 2 in fifth grade, my guy. Like, Damn, this dude. has been the entirety of my adult life. I've been like, they ain't gonna make Kingdom Hearts. We're getting old, boys. We are. And all they wanted to do thus far is tease us with side games Bruh, that Hearts have 1. not 5. filled the void. Kingdom Hearts 2.8. And they started putting out trailers for this game. Kingdom Hearts 2.8 like, HD Remix. <laughs> 2016, 17, maybe. That's too early for a trailer. So we've been watching the same two trailers for like two years. Bruh. Niggas done been known there was going to be a Toy Story world. Right? <laughs> what? What? Come on. So they're finally putting out new trailers. They have reviews out. I know it's going to come out in a few days. I'm so excited. I'm going to be streaming it. Mm. Uh, so Black so has refused to watch it. For whatever reason, but you know, it's gonna be a good game. To watch the stream. Yes, he, until he, he gets it. Yeah, pretty he much. Like I'm gonna go ahead and interject with a. My homie just cut you off in the middle of what you're saying. Um, I definitely like loved Kingdom Hearts, but um, I don't know. It's been so long. Like I would have to go back and play 2.5 again, and I should have done it forever ago. But man, all these other games came out in 2018. Which you should, you know, also check our 2018 year in review. I agree with that. (laughs) (laughs) I have the 2.5 HD remix, and I said that I was going to play it, but I was playing a whole lot of Dragon Ball Fighters, so, you know. (laughs) Also, God of War. Uh, Name drop our last episode, last one before last. Boy, was that a good game. Um, Not boy, was that a good game. It was a good game. (laughs) It was such a good game. But, uh, yeah, this game's been... Like in the works for a long time, and it needs to come out, and I'm ready for it to come out. So, uh, goddamn Frank Ocean album, facts, big facts, <laughs> the exact equivalent, actually. The, the but um, album. yeah, it's uh, your turn, Green. Oh fuck, it is my turn. All right, all right. So, uh, what's the first one I want to do? Um, I think I should start with Dauntless. So, for those who don't know, I had to throw a uh, free-to-play game on there. Uh, Dauntless <laughs> is in summation western monster hunter so you you know in in the sense that there are monsters which they call behemoths so they can avoid using the word monster and <laughs> you hunt them you kill them you skin them they you use their parts to make armor and weapons that look like them and have some of their special abilities and then you use those things to craft more things to mine with and mine more things to craft with. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry, that Rick and Morty episode is like the best explanation of Minecraft I've ever heard. But um, that's pretty much what Dauntless is. And right now the game is uh, out on PC, I believe. And it's supposed to be coming to consoles in April. So definitely, they had a really long open beta period for the PC version. So I'm pretty they sure did. there'll be some sort of beta for the console version. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, the time of this recording is like late January, so sometime between February and March, we should see some sort of Dauntless uh, beta. But the reason I'm really excited is kind of like, number one, I love good free-to-play games. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I have no issue with the whole loot box Agreed. concept as long as it's, like, a good game that I'm supporting and the loot boxes aren't, like, pay-to-win raffle lottery situations. That's the worst. So, such, such the worst. Shit. Damn you, EA! Shaking um, <laughs> <laughs> shakes fist angrily. But, uh, like, that plus... Like, uh, a lot of people that like Dauntless like Dauntless because they couldn't get into Monster Hunter. Like, Monster Hunter was kind of, like, too clunky or too, like, uh, too complicated because Monster Hunter requires a lot of research and time commitment, etc. And Dauntless is Preparation. Right. A lot of preparation. And Dauntless is kind of a streamlined version of that. But, um, I enjoy... It's so hard to get friends into Monster Hunter. That is true. (laughs) If your friends aren't, like, gamers that play jrpgs and min max and check wikis like they're not going to enjoy monster hunter to be completely honest with you my first hunt ever in monster hunter i think was in monster hunter freedom or something on psp i I had no idea what to do i walked around for 50 minutes until the quest ended (laughs) (laughs) i didn't know what was going on the tutorials are way better now but back then you just kind of had to know what to do in order to know what to do you feel me yeah PSP games from back then, they did not care whether you knew how to play or not. But video games, period. The original Mega Man series, bro. Oh, boy. They were what like, is the tutorial? We taught you in level one. Get good. <laughs> level one was the tutorial. That's a, that a real game right there. Everybody's but, uh, cuddled now. <laughs> yeah, yo. And uh, hey, Dauntless is a much more casual experience. And that's mm-hmm. what I'm really looking forward to is a free-to-play casual version of Monster Hunter that I can just... <laughs> excuse me, get my friends in on and everyone will want to play and that'll, I think that'd be a really cool thing. So that's why I'm excited. Okay. Question before you start again, Purple. Um, since we mentioned EA, mm-hmm. I wanted to throw a controversial one out there. I wasn't planning this beforehand, but um, have you guys seen Atlas? Or Anthem, I'm sorry. Anthem. Anthem. Yeah, we Ooh. saw a uh, How do you guys feel today. about that? I, I feel like it's a it's so destined it's a trap reminiscent (laughs) (laughs) it looks good but i'm skeptical it just looks it looks like destiny it does so does a mimic not so does a mimic (laughs) that's true dark souls mimics are terrifying i'm sorry i i I just i want anthem like for a little bit of backstory on me one of the first video games i ever got was console games was halo 2 Mm. like i wasn't allowed to play ungraded games for till i was supposed to actually be 17 so my brother got Halo 2 used and had the used sticker over the M rating. Your brother was the game plug. Bruh. <laughs> so I could play Halo 2. It's a real nigga right there. So I was really into Halo and I followed Halo hard like through all the way up to like Halo 5 was around where I stopped playing. Like I was at the bunt bro when Halo, no that was when Halo 4 came out. That was freshman year. Mm-hmm. I was at, uh, I took the train to Lennox from the West End at midnight to be there for that midnight release and i told my friends they're like nigga what and i was like yeah i'm gonna go to the microsoft store in lennox at midnight and take the train back and walk through the west end with a microsoft bag and they were like (laughs) nigga you trying to get robbed and i was like nah bro they're gonna have to kill me if they're gonna take halo (laughs) (laughs) i remember that and i remember thinking damn really hope I see this again. <laughs> we go have fun when he get Boy. back. If he get back. If he get back. Wild part was I got back at like one and I set it up in the lounge of our dorm and it took so long just to install. I didn't even play till the next day. But um, Profound sadness. Yeah. It was really fun. But anyway, the short of it is 
I had a lot of hopes for like the Halo series continuing after four because four was really where I think like the last good Halo game was. I agree. Like five wasn't terrible, but five wasn't like a good Halo game. Like it didn't progress the what Halo was doing in my opinion in a way that I would have liked to see it go. So uh, <clears throat> that's a lot of my worries for Anthem come from it's EA. Yeah. Agreed. And like it's it's Bungie, sure. So it's like the people that made all the great Halo games, but right. it's Bungie under EA. Like Bungie does not get the final say here. EA does. Right. And we've seen what EA does with like they've already told us microtransactions are gonna be in the game. Mm-hmm. They also yeah. had the same issues with Activision. It was Destiny, but it was under Activision, exactly. which caused a whole lot of problems. Exactly. And, but um, um I don't know. I, I really want to see it do well. So do I. Um like uh well, I'm a little bit more biased than he is. Not the name drop. I think. Oh, damn. <laughs> <laughs> it's always you. Look, man. I got better since our first episode. On <laughs> you're, you're right. You're right. Um, uh, but like Green, uh, I uh, I love Halo. I think Halo Two is actually the greatest game of all time. For being real about it. Uh, but Anthem. Well, that's another episode right there. Greatest game <laughs> for of real. All time. For real. Uh, I, can make, goats. I can make a 15-minute monologue on why I think Halo 2 is. But Anthem, I don't know. I, I'm a big, like, if a game pulls me in visually, if it, if it gives me that that yeah. feeling, uh, the whole reason why we're here is I'm excited about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm going to get it. I'm going to play it. But Anthem doesn't do that for me. Again, it just it looks like a copy and paste with something different. It's a lot of different concepts kind of mushed into, into one. I agree. Agreed. Um, they can pull it off, it'd be epic. But yeah, that's, that's true. But that's, you know, the potential's there, but potential's everywhere. I, I need kinetics. Right. So. I need kinetics. <laughs> I need so. kinetics. That's the, that's the motto for 2019. The potential's everywhere. I need kinetics. That's fact. Show me the carpet. So as soon as so I play it, majors. if I play it, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be getting it day one. Uh, I'll Agreed. Let the, let the reviews come out first, but I'm tentative about it. I For guess. me, I think I'll have to wait a month or two because, you know, these days, then publishers try to add the, the stuff in, the loot boxes and the micro transactions a month after all the reviews come out, you know. Gross. So, uh, yeah. <coughs> Bless you. Thank you. Not to wait on that. Yo, Red, could you speak up just a little bit before you do your next game? Okay. Actually, it's on, it's on purple, though. Oh, it's on purple? Yeah, it's yeah. on me. Did I just do one? Yeah. I feel like I did Dauntless Forever. Oh, you the did. Anthem segue. Yeah. Excuse me. I'm an idiot. Continue. That was my fault. Sorry. <laughs> All right. So the next game that I'm excited for, and I think one that we're all excited for, uh, us PS4 people, is uh, Ghost of Tsushima. Ah, I can't even say it. Tsushima? Tsu? Yeah. yeah Tsushima. Tsushima. Uh, yeah. It's an open world Asui. game. A uh, samurai game based during the first Mongol invasion of Japan. Um, this guy. And... No phones in the studio. Hey, bro. Siri, <laughs> Siri does what she wants. Um, but it's from the creators who made Infamous and Sly Cooper. Um, I like Sly Cooper. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's a classic PlayStation game. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm just really excited about this because I love visually stunning games. Journey... Um, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War, like mm-hmm. just games that look epic um, and have extreme detail in their settings and their characters. Uh, and Ghost of Tsushima, if you have seen the trailers or the oh, gameplay, is pretty. wild. 
uh, and you know, some studios will give you like a, a reveal trailer that's like the brunt of all of their animation power, and it's super detailed. And you're like, oh, I'm so excited for this! Can't wait to play this. And it comes out, and it looks like Minecraft. And you just, <laughs> <laughs> and you wow. just, you just, you just feel that disappointment in your chest when you start playing. And I'm like, wow, why? Are their fingers not rendering right, or why do their joints <laughs> bend and they look like Simpsons it's characters? Like Minecraft. Yeah. Wow. But like the gameplay is very like how it transitions from cutscenes and cinematics is very God of War like in the fact that the quality stays the same throughout. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this one scene in one of the gameplay trailers where um, I think the character's name is Jin Sakai. Mm-hmm. But he's on his horse, just riding through this field of like wheat, and there's smoke like covering the clouds and everything. It's it's the most beautiful scene I've seen in a video game, um, and so that immediately just draws me in. Um, I want to see the swordplay. Yeah, like, yeah. The way the enemies reacted, like it seems like they're you know Rockstar has that whole thing where the unique death animations based on where the enemy was shot mm-hmm. like i would want to see that incorporated into swordplay where the enemies are actually reacting to where you attack and uh you know some sort of i don't want to say for honor but like anybody play red steel i'm not, familiar, I'm familiar oh, with the game Wii? yes yes oh, red steel oh, 2 yeah. ignore red steel red steel 2 was like a totally different game Man. and boy was that one of my favorite games when i was younger but it was such an uh <clears throat> That swordplay, I really enjoyed. It was very like counter heavy, and of course, it was the Wii. It was right when the Wii Plus came out, so mm-hmm. it was a lot of motion based stuff. But the concept of like the vertical and horizontal slashes, and the way For Honor has the different stances and the places you can attack, I feel like that's really where swordplay kind of games need to go. Like that direction where you're more Kingdom Come did it too. Like that kind of uh, stance based directional. Uh, focus just more detailed like right, like right. sword combat exactly yeah. where it's not just me mashing square and it looks like i'm hitting them with a uh what am i looking for incorporate incorporeal bat yeah yeah, yeah. you just swing that like it yeah. like it don't weigh nothing right a samurai um, game is only as good as a sword play no it's fast samurai is only as good as a sword play and i Thanks. saw a little bit of the sword play in the gameplay trailer um they didn't <clears> have the ui up which i you know i like in gameplay i just <laughs> like to see it happen uh, and it looked very intuitive, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, there was even one part where one of, I guess, the Mongols he was fighting raises his axe to block, and he chops through it and chops his arm off. I right? can see that. Yeah. And it, it just the seems very... The way he bled out on the ground was so terrible. well done. It was... Like, no one should boy. die like that. <laughs> not how you want to go. Really not how you want to go. But even, even the swordplay got me intrigued. It seemed a little slow, but it also seems very deliberate and very like strategy heavy. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to learn from that game. Absolutely. It's good. Uh, yeah, yeah. It just seems very rhythmic. Um, and one of the, the director, Nate Fox, uh, like he described the game as mud, blood, and steel. It's the, the entire game, which can you get any better than that in, right. a, in an open world samurai? Badass as it gets. Basically. <laughs> Uh, but even like the scenes leading up to like major combat mm-hmm. just increases the tension, right? You s- lots of shots of hands hovering over, you know, handles of swords. It's it's great. So uh, I'm definitely excited for uh, for that game. All right, young red. So my next game is The Division Two. Oh, 
Um, Some dudes were just asking me if I played the division, and I was like, nah, boy, I'm on Siege. <laughs> Wrong Tom, Tom Clancy game, though. See, I I was very interested in the Division 1, but I didn't get a lot of like time to play with it mm-hmm. because back then I didn't have my own console. So um, mm-hmm. I really like, like anything that has RPG elements in it. Uh, I think RPGs work very well with shooters, and it's a third-person shooter, and it has a whole lot of abilities and builds and things like that. Shout and <laughs> yeah, Mass Effect Two is a big thing. Also, Mass Effect Three with its multiplayer re- reminded me a lot of it. Oh my god, the multiplayer is so, so good. But um, it the game always interested me, and um, I heard a lot of the uh, the uh, conflicts that came out when the game first started. Mm-hmm. It, they said that. One, it was downgraded in terms of uh, graphics. They said that um, the loot was messed up, the the PvP elements were bad, and it being a, a sequel, I think that a lot of those things might get ironed out, and it might be a more streamlined game, and it would be like a great jumping-in point for me mm-hmm. and for other people that are interested. Mm-hmm. And... I like the potential that it's a it's a squad based game, so yeah. you know eventually. All right, <laughs> eventually if the you know the hood picks it up, That's then it. it would be a good game for us to all play. We could all have different builds. Sure. We could have Reggie be a medic. <laughs> <laughs> give him some shine, bro. Uh-huh. Give Always give Reggie that shine. Do I have to erase his name? I don't know. They don't know who Reggie is. Yeah. Nah, they just Reggie? they just know it's the guy on stream that we uh we talk shit about from time to time. It's one guy but we on love every it. stream. Yeah. There's one guy on every stream that's just like he's he's the best person, but he makes the weirdest video game decisions. <laughs> <laughs> you just be like, yeah. bro, why would you just saw that guy die? Why would you go there? Don't go over there. <laughs> I saw three heartbeats over there. Don't do it. Well, fucking if y'all watched the stream last night, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Black was like, uh, he was so hurt because Reggie got MVP over him, <laughs> and Purple was like, yeah. But Reggie got it. MVP. MVP. <laughs> Reggie deserves his shine. Give Reggie his drip. Sorry. Yeah, uh, have you seen Tuxford did, he got invited to Ubisoft to go play The Division 2 mm. and came out with some gameplay on it. Mm. It looks pretty live. True. Um, I mean, everything with Tuxford is more comedic than actual. Like, it is. Educational. Like, you know, I had to, you have to kind of see through that and actually look at the gameplay. But, right. Uh, it was, you know, we played Siege, for sure. super intuitive, yes. very hard first-person shooter. Yes. Um, so this is nothing like that. And every FPS to me now seems very clunky compared to it. Um, just personally. So well done. But I do like the squad parts of The Division 2. Mm-hmm. I do like, um, I like the, the graphics are great. Mm-hmm. Uh, even kind of like the Horde Type gameplay that they were playing, you know, in Tuxford's video, uh, just seemed super fun. It just looks like a very, very fun game. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I mean, that's I the whole with point that. of games, bro. Just have mm-hmm. fun. If it's not fun, it doesn't matter if it's, you know, got great graphics and great voices. It's got to be fun. So <laughs> Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get people mad now. I mean, I like Call of Duty. You know, for Call of Duty. I used like to like Call of Duty. Duty. Bro, that's how we. That's how we get popping with hot takes. No, you're right. Hot takes. I like Call of Duty up until Black Ops 2. You didn't like Black Ops 2? No, I did like Black oh, Ops 2. Like that was the last two one. Call of Duties. I don't like Modern Warfare or Black Ops. And... Modern Warfare 3 was fun. It was. Modern. I agree. And 2. I do like Modern Warfare 2. 
Modern Warfare 2 was problematic as fuck, but it, it was, was fun. Like, the gameplay was, was really good, loved, but the entire story and the level, like, it was the it most controversial. Not even game, that. Like, I'm talking about multiplayer, like, Commando, have people knife you from across the room, <laughs> and then eventually <laughs> people start doing one-man army and just I, sitting in one spot and noob-tubing. Like, oh, I, I, I think you're talking about the mass shooting level. Absolutely. It was fun, but it was problematic. You can't tell me it wasn't. <laughs> it definitely was. Do you use tech knife? You know what? That's the only thing. You, you can't tomahawk someone across the map in Siege. You just you, you know, can't. Oh boy, if they put a tomahawk operator in Siege. That would that'll be their gadget. That would be so useless. Apache. Side note, in our in our D and D games on Sunday, we had a uh, a fight against some cultists and oh, yeah. <laughs> red and green. Well, was it you? It was black. It was, and, it was uh, no black and green. Anyway, there was a cultist on the other side of the house, and <laughs> these niggas wanted to throw an axe over the house and try and hit the cultist. So I said, "Sure, you can try, but you have an upper limit and a lower limit. If you hit the lower limit on your roll, you're gonna hit one of the two people on your team outside. I was the one of the two limit, people over there. He, he was. was one of those two people. Who's, but I was at full health. Already. I was fine. And he's a and he's a fucking wizard, so he all squishy. All I'm a bulky wizard. Hold on, my my constitution at 14, boy. <laughs> I was so mad because Green threw the axe, hit the upper limit, and killed the cultists. And, and I'm just sitting there, one the of upper limit was 17. Damn. That boy got what? 17. <laughs> that was DC was 17. Anyway, Garrix is with me, as always. They don't know about Garrix. I play uh, Oath of the Conquest Paladin. Here, Garrix. Green, your next game? Okay, so uh, my next game is going to be, you know we love fighting games. Big facts. So there had to be a fighting game on there. And so uh, for me, it's going to be... DOA 6. Just kidding. DOA 6 is really fun. But, well, DOA 5 was really fun. So, I don't know. I might get DOA 6. But I don't I don't see myself spending $60 on DOA 6. I Agreed. Think. I'm sorry. Uh, Mortal Kombat 11, however. So, <clears throat> Mortal Kombat is kind of like the origin of my fighting game experience. Because it was the first, like, legit fighting game. It was the first fighting game where I played another person and they beat me. So, I wanted to get better. And I just could not beat them. And then I learned other fighting games, and I that guy was pretty Mortal good Kombat. at Mortal Kombat. He was so he was, it was so weird because he didn't like watch videos or anything. He just like played a lot of Mortal Kombat. This man, <laughs> would, this man would purposely not block so he can get the Bay Ballad. Oh my God, he would! In, oh, I kind forgot of. he did that. So for anyone who doesn't play Mortal Kombat, in Mortal Kombat Nine, there was this dumbass fucking gimmick called the Bay Ballad. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much, if you could go. The entire game without blocking. A lot easier in Mortal Kombat because block is R two. Oh, I don't miss go. I don't. I do not look forward to going back to that. Anyway. Oh um, yeah, I don't like blocking with a button. <laughs> I do not like, I like back. Just <laughs> hold back, please. But, um, Except for uh, Soul Calibur. That's all right. Yeah. I was about to say. Uh, that's the only fighting game I played. Oh yeah, Soul Calibur is okay. Soul Calibur is okay. Cause Soul Calibur is three directional. Like that's. That's true. Right. But um. Also, it's a face button. Why am I holding R1? Oh, R2. <laughs> R2. That one. And, or RT, because I used to play Xbox. But um, And if you didn't block the entire game, when you got to the end, you got the finish him screen, you could either A, do a fatality, or B, do an optional Bay Ballad. And these shits were disrespectful as all hell. Like, it, Noob Saibot was a character that could make portals, 
and his was to turn him into a baby and he would start crying and then it'll make a portal under him and then a portal will open above that portal and he would just fall through the portals infinitely with this <laughs> weird Doppler baby crying effect. <laughs> and then Sub-Zero, if he got Sub-Zero turned into a baby, so he would pee on himself and then it would freeze and then he would fall and then he'd he start crying. The fist bump and start crying. <laughs> I have never seen something so stupid in such a serious fighting game before. So you have never seen this? We should pull up a whole No, a I've whole seen video. Realities before. Okay. I'm just saying, like, that mechanic and that was so whole gimmick is just ridiculous. really hurt my feelings. And he would do it constantly. And, like, that's part of fighting games is, like, losing and getting better. So Mortal Kombat is the one fighting game where I have already won. And now the game offers me the opportunity to, <laughs> to disrespect the fuck out of you. <laughs> the only one. And that's kind of why I'm looking forward so much to MK11. Because, uh, anyway, MK9, I was pretty bad at it. MKX came out, and I got it. And, you know, I was in the lab. I had a lot of fun. We uh, had some good matches on that one. And we did play a lot of fucking good matches on it. Weren't you, like, maining Aaron Black? You know it. And uh, I was Cassie. I always played with yeah. Sonic Fox playing. <laughs> 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 I didn't find out he played Aaron Black till way later, but... Uh, oh, God. I, I really um, enjoyed MKX for real. Honestly, in my opinion, the best part of MKX was the fucking variations. Like, that really opened up the game in so many different ways. Like, even Agreed. if you want to argue that it wasn't executed the best or not every variation was viable, mm-hmm. like, that concept in and of itself of every character gets three versions and they all somehow still fit into that character. Like, like, you could play, play Cassie or you could play Cassie with cheese or you could play <laughs> Cassie low carbs. Like... <laughs> But it allowed free. It right? really allowed <laughs> characters to have the up. Like if you just wanted to play one character and that character was a zoner, they might have a variation where they have better up close options. Or the reverse. Like Cassie's a rushdown character, but she had one variation that gave her a couple grapple options, and she had one variation that improved her projectiles. So it's just like options like that that allow characters to cover their weaknesses or improve their strengths really expanded the game. And that's one of the main reasons I'm excited for Eleven is they're keeping variations. We haven't seen a lot of the characters that are coming, but they have said that they're probably going to be doing more older characters than newer characters. The ones that ink um, the trip. Exactly. Uh, I do feel kind of weird about Sonya Blade has been voiced and faced by Ronda Rousey. That's interesting. And, you know, Ronda Rousey gets your money, but um, at the same time, Sonya's had a face already. <laughs> they kind of just replaced it. How many games now? <laughs> a, a, a bunch of games. At least nine. <laughs> <laughs> at least ten. It's eleven. You know? At least, and um, that's kind of weird. Um, we're not even going to touch the story because you know, Mortal Kombat's always. I mean, like, they, they develop characters, but the overarching story always be ridiculous. I it's think Scarlet looks great, by the way. Scarlet looks so good. She looks terrifying to play against because that fucking tentacle shit she can do from like half screen. Is she like a bloodbender? Yes, essentially. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, I've seen um, a little bit of the gameplay in it. Yeah. Oh, the mechanics in it are great. They've entirely revolutionized how meter works. You can't sprint. Uh, well, they took out the sprint thing. I didn't, like, hate sprinting, but sprinting wasn't my fucking thing. And they, uh... That's pretty much everything, I think, is that they changed... Oh, that's what it was. They actually changed the game to not make it slower, like, walk speed is better, but it's more designed to be more Street Fighter-ish, for lack of a better term. They're adjusting it so it's more... It's footsie. In the creator's words, yeah, footsie and neutral heavy, which is how I like to... Despite Dragon Ball Fighters being my favorite fighting game, I do enjoy defensive neutral fighting games. So it'll be nice to go back to that because I ain't touched Street Fighter in a minute. But um, 
I've, I've taken more than enough time gushing about MK11. Uh, perfect. All right. Well, let's get to the uh, the honorable mention round here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, for me, um, and it's only honorable mention because there's not a lot of any information out about it. Yeah, they're just uh, the games we did before. We know for sure are coming up. Oh, speak. My bad. I don't mean to cut you off. Oh, you Mortal Kombat 11 drops April 23rd. That soon for referee. Bro, that's what I said. Sponsor. Uh, Look out for that in April Fight Me Fridays. Oh boy, mm. we are definitely going to be doing Fight Me Fridays with MK11. Plug. We go, oh man, like, I, I, damn, I could pre order it. We could stream it the night it comes out. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, my you know, honorable mention is going to be Project Awakening. Uh, if you guys have seen the trailer, it doesn't tell you a lot. Um, it's just this blonde white guy in some heavy armor tracking this monster. I think uh, I saw a video for that on the way yeah, here yeah, for, before I left. And the graphics are incredible. Uh, it comes upon a monster. It's like this wolf dragon thing and fights it. They, they don't can, usually mix wolves and dragons. They do not. That's, that's a new That's not awful. Form. Yeah. Um, but even in the small trailer that I saw, I think it's like two minutes, um, You know, it even shows like some combat. And I was really excited for it because like God of War, like Ghost of Tsushima, it just blends right in. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just looks like a really good fantasy game. Uh, and this is coming from Psy Games, which are, you know, they make <coughs> mobile games. Um, so them coming into a console space, I'm very intrigued to see. Uh, and it's not like they're coming from mobile because they failed there. They have great mobile games, you know. Uh, Grand Blue is one of the like flagship games, um, so I'm just excited hmm. to see them move up and make heard this, name this quality fantasy game. Because you know we we have good ones that we can play now, but you can never have too many. <laughs> Agreed. Uh, Red. Um, my honorable mention would be simply because I don't know when it's coming out for sure. They say late 2019, but I'm not so sure. Um, Cyberpunk 2077. Did you guys see the um, the playthrough that was uh, out a couple months ago? I've only seen the reveal trailer. Okay, it was like really good. Imagine, have you guys played um, Deus Ex Human Evolution? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, imagine that game. But that game had a lot of, for lack of a better term, limitations that they made it seem like it was very much open world when it wasn't really. Mm-hmm. And a lot of the choices <laughs> that you made were not actually actually expressed that too so for example like in deus ex if you wanted to play a stealth character and you just wanted to be like non-violent you're all the bosses you would have to actually kill them it wouldn't make any sense at all to your character Mm. it's like that but well not like that it's that game but they make it more like open and you can choose a whole lot of different things it's I would just recommend looking at the the developer uh, game playthrough. It's about like 30 minutes long, 45 minutes long, and it's like really good. So, Hmm. you know, look at that. Check that out. All right. Well, I didn't do it justice. Because I love the trailer. It was great. I'm going to go ahead and uh, start to wrap it up with my honorable mention. Uh, So I actually just discovered this while researching games for this podcast. 
and I found this game called Rent. And I showed Purple uh, the video that I watched, and it's, I'm going to try to uh, be it's brief, crazy. there's just so much to talk about, because it's such a, in my opinion, revolutionary game. Yeah. Like, I've never seen a game combine these elements in this, it's very ambitious, mm. and I don't use that word lightly with development, like, this is very much pushing the boundaries of what we've seen games do. But, um, in essence, it works like a, um, <clears throat> Minecraft-ish, almost. In that, you know, you're mining things to craft with and crafting things to mine with. There's a survival system. Mm -hmm, uh, you know, mm -hmm. you have to establish a base. There's day night cycles, etc. Go Except on. The main, difference is, <laughs> the main difference is it's team-based. And <gasps> teams are competing and you can win. Yeah. So I like they put winning. you on this island and the, uh, the factions are 20 people each. And the game lasts, it works kind of like Civilization, or I can't think of anything else that lasts this long, but a game is about a month long. And you have to collect these blue spirits, and once you collect 10,000, I think, it was either 10,000 or 100,000, then your team wins. And so you spend that entire month with your faction gathering resources, advancing technologies. Uh, there are classes that your character can specialize in, and those make you better at certain Ooh, things. I like that. Um, bro, I love that too. They have skill trees to even further <gasps> skill uh, trees. designate your classes. <laughs> um, there's actually an option at one Tell point where uh, <laughs> there's actually this really cool feature where uh, not only is there taming of animals and developmental like machinery, like they had Beast they go from like axes to Engineer. weapons throughout the course of the game. Um, they even have this whole concept of <clears throat> while you're uh, working on something, you get better at that thing. Right, so Skyrim? if you want your character to be an archer, exactly yes. like Skyrim, you shoot bows more, you get better at archery. If you want your character to be a butcher or a logger, you do those things and you get better at those things over time. And that kind of like development for your character is really interesting to me. But the main thing I guess that makes it really like awesome and next level is that community and that sense of camaraderie, like working with the same group of people for over a month. Yeah. Like, that's going to really, I don't know, that really changed the way I viewed a game or, like, my commitment or my uh, personal attachment to it. Hey, bro, that's Super Noon is iron our room. <laughs> yeah. Um. Not Super Noon. <laughs> we can go ahead and... Uh, All right, so we're going to, uh, we're about to wrap it up right now. That's absolutely what makes the game so interesting to me is this concept of camaraderie and community in a video game. Like, you don't get to see those kind of things often. You don't. But, uh, and it's like a mix of Skyrim and Minecraft and Fortnite, and like it's so civilization. Many things in one yeah. thing, and it's so well done. Like that kind of like development over time. I don't know. I'm really interested in. But uh, to go ahead and wrap it up, uh, our quick socials. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, send it to fourhoodsman at gmail.com. Uh, we're the Four Hoodsmen on all social media platforms. Uh, our podcast, which comes out generally every Monday slash Tuesday. Um, is on iTunes and SoundCloud, and definitely follow our Twitch for our streams because we stream pretty often. We now. stream pretty regularly. Regularly, yeah. yeah. But uh, we do uh, Monday, Tuesdays, and Fridays. Not Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Friday, and Saturday. There we go. <coughs> Sometimes Tuesdays. Sometimes Tuesdays. Sometimes whatever day. <laughs> uh, you can catch me at uh, hood underscore sage. You catch me at hood mouth. Uh, hood nada on Twitch. Yeah. But all right, thank you very much for tuning in. We'll catch you in next week's uh, awkward intro ramble. Peace.